Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the Colin advice show about how to become the perfect version of yourself. I'm Miles Bonson, your Webby Award winner and all-around perfect person. Mm-hmm. I've done all sorts of things in the podcast world and now I'm sort of bravely... <laughs> I'm bravely setting out in, in in a world that no one's really touched before, mm-hmm. and it's podcasts. No one has made a podcast. No one's made podcasts. You won like, a Webby for one, but that was different. Well, uh, as a Webby Award winner, I feel like I get sort of how podcasts are done mm-hmm. in a way that a lot of people don't. You know how the sausage is made, and you're here to make your own sausage. I know how the sausage is made, and I'm ready to sort of tackle it <laughs> with the charm and je ne sais quoi that only somebody like me could really give. Now, now first of all, I, I think it's important that I tell you about me. Mm. Yeah, who are you? Thanks for asking me, Will. But um, so I'm six foot five. My name is Miles Bonsignor, born and bred. <laughs> born and bred in North Carolina. Uh-huh. And I've always been sort of a silly boy. I sort of, you know what? I'm a little nervous and here's why. Why? Because I'm sort of, this is the first episode. I have to prove to the listener that I'm worth the shit. Yeah. Because you don't want people to be clicking off, going. People are going to click off. Right. And by the way, you're Will Whitworth. Yeah, my name's Will Whitworth. I am uh, auditioning to be a permanent sidekick. Yeah. Currently, uh, I, I sort of aspirationally a co-host of the show. That's right. Um, but, you know, at the moment, I am sort of an intern, just sort of lower on the totem pole That's sort right. of character. Yeah, uh, you're sidekick of the week. Sidekick of the week, exactly. And um, so what is the show? Um, the show asks the question, how do you achieve your maximum potential? Mm. How do you get rich quick, but in terms of doing shit, mm-hmm. not just getting cash? It's not just about cash. It's not just about cash. <laughs> Folks, it's not just People about at cash. home are thinking, all oh, <laughs> the money is going to solve my problems. And as someone who doesn't have a lot of money... I'm saying that they won't. It sounds like you're kind of saying money would help you, though. Money would definitely help. Yeah. By the way, a lot of my problems, I think, would be fixed by money. <laughs> but I'm, the show, I, I'm going to be taking calls. And I'm going to be asking people what their problems are. and be fixing their problems. And I'm not a licensed therapist because no. I'm better than a licensed therapist. No license could contain <laughs> no. the level of multitudes. And why do you think you're better than a therapist? Like, I don't want to sound like I'm doubting you. I just want, like, to, yeah. to explain to the audience, like, what exactly... You're, you think you brings you more qualifications. Well, therapists only know shit about therapy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know actually a lot of shit about a d- lot of different <laughs> shit. Yes. yes. And you are a perfect person. That's the premise of the show. Yeah. Is that you're here to spread advice, uh, maybe with guests, maybe with just a sidekick. 
And I've made a career giving advice. Mm, that's true. And I think on, on multiple platforms, people know me for my advice. And so, people love how good it is. <laughs> people love how good I is. I is. And people, I actually think in a friend-to-friend, I've given you some good advice. That's true. And, and could you just sort of tell me what good well, advice recently, I've given you? Well, you were recently? harassing me for getting high too much. No, uh, that's not true. I... <laughs> I was wondering, it was the middle of the weekday. Yeah. Not the weekday, sorry. It was, that, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the middle of the week. No, it was the middle of the week. It was like a 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Yeah. And I was wondering, should I take a little weed gummy? You because were worried that you had been doing it too much. I had been doing it for a little bit, and I was wondering, should I take a weed gummy because I don't want to be somebody who gets doing too much. Sometimes it makes you groggy, foggy, and lazy. And I was like, do I deserve a weed gummy? You know what? Let me call the biggest piece of shit stoner I know <laughs> to ask if I've been getting stoned too often. And I called you, and you were 10 fucking buds deep into a whirlwind of pot smoke. Yeah, I was quite stoned when you FaceTimed me, and you could mm-hmm. tell the moment that I answered the call. Uh, and so yeah. you immediately were like, oh, I can do this. This yeah. is normal. I made you feel like less of a weirdo by being... Yeah, and you know my parents might listen to this, and I just want them to say I have a healthy and normal relationship with marijuana. That's all I like to say. And um, and I currently taking a break. But this show isn't about you. But <laughs> it's what it's really about. I want the show to be impressive. Mm. How could it not be? <laughs> I mean, you got a Webby Award-winning podcast producer, the most prestigious award. I mean, you won it in 2017, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, uh, that's correct. 2017 Webby Award From winner. From a fan vote. People's vote. People's <laughs> vote. <laughs> so not critics. But on the, on the Webby, it did say Miles and the Try Guys. Yes, because you were the primary creative force. Because I was the primary creative force. And I also, by the way, I've, uh, as you know, you're listening to this podcast now, I've had a series of several failed podcasts. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't, honestly? And by the way, we're going to take some calls a little bit later. I'm going to make some calls on my own. We're going to get to the people because the podcast is really, it's the people's podcast. Yes. This is for the people. You can participate actively in the show. That's correct. And, and, you know, really it's about the people. I want to say, and I've actually often considered myself the people's choice. Wow. And why do you feel that you deserve uh, like a People's Choice Award or whatever I'm you just like said? Handsy, or like mm. good with my hands. <laughs> I didn't mean handsy. I mean I'm pretty good with my hands. <laughs> like I know, I feel like I'm of the people. I was a barista for a while. Mm-hmm. I like have had a bunch of shitty ass jobs. That's true. It's you were not born with a silver spoon in thy mouth. No, but I do think that people think I'm like a ninny. Like do I do they? I think people think that I am like exclusively a silly boy and that I don't have feelings. Wow, that's an insecurity of mine. You you well, I think this is something that happens to people who do a lot of improv, where they just constantly get their bits in, and people are like, "You are a robot." You're I a do. Bit robot. I worry uh, that people think I'm a bit robot. And by the way, that's another thing. A reason I wanted to do this show is because I wanted to get real. But anyone who re- <laughs> <laughs> anyone who really knows you would know that that you definitely have feelings and that you're like a sensitive, nice person. Yeah. Uh, well, that's kind. To, but it's like. It, I feel like the people who the people you're worried about are the people who are like your acquaintance, who they've only seen you just like doing the silliest bit in the world. And yeah. so the show wants to be on the cutting edge of comedy, but mm-hmm. also about feelings. Kind of. <laughs> I, I said this I said this on one episode. We've recorded a couple of these. And I want to be somewhere in between like a sincere email 
And like a goofy banana, like the peanut butter jelly banana. Because there, there's a sincerity to the advice. A lot right. of the questions, mm-hmm. re- you need to answer sincerely, but also there's a budget version of that advice, correct? Oh, yeah, generally yes. there's a budget version, yeah. Like if you don't have the cash to do the serious <laughs> version, this one's going to get you there quick. Yeah, if you don't have the cash, we will give you the <laughs> sash. And by the way, so uh, there's a couple tactics I have, because this is the first episode, and yeah. I want to endear myself to the audience. Um, I want to sort of let them into my world a little bit to sort of manipulate the audience into liking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously you have to seem relatable and, you know, embarrassing wanna, stories get yeah. you there, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. you're a perfect person, but you've had your own travails, you know? I've had problems. Yeah. that's I've had problems. I'm not just some tall guy who's been able to kiss everybody, okay? <laughs> I've had issues. <laughs> Uh, and I'm also married, which yes. makes me arguably the best at love. Mm, I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you do have good relationship advice on the real because mm-hmm. you're in a you're happily married. Uh yeah. and, when was the last time you dicked somebody down? Uh I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, but I actually am curious. Uh recently. I did recently. How recently? Uh fairly like, recently. In the last week? Uh, no, not in the last week. You were having sex last week? <laughs> Uh, look, I don't need to get into it, but I have had sex recently. I am sexually active, but I'm also single. And and, and I think people are going to be wondering also why I keep you around. Yeah, absolutely. Or any sidekick. Yeah. And I think it's because anyone can grow and learn. Mm-hmm. And you're somebody, I think, who could use some improvement. Sure. You think of me as a project. And you're one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would say is like, you know how it is where like, if you're inspired by art, it's hard to be inspired by good art because sometimes it's so good mm, yeah. that you're like, what could I do that's better than that? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see a bad movie yeah. and you're like, oh, I could do better than that. I, I feel lo- yeah. like that's sort of what I am to you is like, mm-hmm. you're like, you could, you're a project. You could use some work yeah. and I feel capable of getting you there. Because nothing's funnier to me than you floundering. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things is to watch you. By the way, you came in today. That's true. And you were covered in shrimp scampi. Well, yes. Uh, and you and I noticed it immediately. I said, "That is, are you wearing that?" This is the first it, episode. He said it like four times. This is my first the first episode of the show. And you were like, "Yeah, I'm definitely going to wear this." I got shrimp scampi. I mean, all I'm not over your my- size. You're six five, like you said in your intro, which is an important factoid. Uh, like I, I can't wear a shirt of yours. I also forgot that there's there's video. You can watch us on YouTube, of course. That's uh, right. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch. <laughs> but I am covered in shrimp scampi. I had a messy scampi lunch. Yeah. You have the gravitas. Yeah. And I'm like the lowly sort of needs improvement mm-hmm. stamp guy. That's you right. Know? Yeah. Okay. The Google voice number that you can call at any time. And mm-hmm. I, by the way, I want people to call anytime, day or night. Yeah. And, and I'm a- not going to always answer. No. But but I'm always you can leave a voicemail, you can text, you can do whatever you want. If you have a problem. If you have a problem and it's interesting, be specific and I will try to get to the bottom of it. And sometimes I'll give you a call back. Sometimes you're gonna get an aggressive call back you're not ready for. You're not you're gonna be in the middle of family dinner, right? And we're gonna call you and say, Hey, you're gonna call you and say perfect person. That's right. Your boss, (laughs) he's a killer. (laughs) And I think he did JFK. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of problem I'm looking for. Yeah, we did my boss do JFK? And <laughs> I mean, the answer is probably yes. If <laughs> Anyway, the number you can call is 424-284-9614. That's 
nine six one four does it spell anything fun i really wish it did well okay because when i had a podcast we also had a google voice number and it did actually spell something fun what was it, like 1-800 fart or something yeah it was something really funny fart. something super funny like 1-800 fart now um the first person i want to call and just um see what she thinks that i'm gonna bring to the podcast is my lovely wife sarah mm-hmm. um and uh i think that you know without further ado let's just give her a let's just give her a ring hello Hi, honey. It's Miles. Um, oh, hi. You're on. You're on. Perfect person. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm starting a podcast. Um. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, it's going to be a call and advice show, and I just wanted to call you and see if you had any um, anything that you think that the audience should know about me, or just do you think I'd be doing a good job? on the show and that kind of thing. I know it's hard because I think the funny thing would be to talk about how imperfect you are. For example, you don't know how to soak a dish for the life of you. I don't want to talk about the dish thing. Okay. But I I won't do that. I know. Okay. Can we get to the bottom of the dish thing here? Okay. So I, I won't do that because I think you really are just the most wonderful person I've ever met. Oh, that's very sweet, honey. You know, it's my first episode. What type of energy? Like, should I be sort of authoritative or kind of like teaching? No, no, no. (laughs) Like you, you can't be authoritative. You know, you can't mansplain. That's a really good point, babe. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, babe. Um, very good point, babe. As my mother, the therapist, says, the person asking advice already knows the answer. You just have to help them get to it. Oh, I love that. Oh, I would yeah. also say counterpoint. Sometimes men are just explaining, and it's not mansplaining. Hey, Will, that's my <laughs> wife you're talking to. <laughs> Okay. Don't you dare. Don't Honestly, you try I appreciate to, no. you explaining that to me. Well, honey, I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Honey, honey, I've got this. Don't worry. I'll protect your honor here. Will, shut the hell up. Okay, we'll talk anymore. Yeah, okay. So, um, uh, Sarah, do you have any, uh, my wife, Sarah, do you have any problems that you need solving that we can kind of help, help out as the, the first real question that we're solving on the show? Like, are you wanting big existential issues? Or are you looking for more, you know, uh, something easy, a soft, soft yeah, ball, probably a softball would be really nice. Probably a softball just cause it's the first one. <laughs> I, I want to really show that like, this is what the show is about. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the show is about. And he's so look how good he did it. Oh, like, look how good he solved the question. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, even though, you know, so really a softball would be good. All right. When I'm in an argument, with someone unnamed. Okay, so it sounds like it's uh, me. <laughs> it sounds like it's me, but go on. Mm-hmm. And I I just am getting too upset. Yeah. I just I need to take a break. Mm-hmm. But they don't they don't they want to solve it right away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. They want to mansplain. They want not mansplain. <laughs> I think they just they get frustrated and they yeah. want our, our fight to be solved. But sometimes I get I get too heated, Will. I get, I get hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe it. You know, and so I got to take a break, but I have to communicate. How do I communicate to this unnamed person yeah. that I need sometimes to like take a break and mm-hmm. I can't solve the answer right and, away? And you know what I mean? I've got just the answer for you, Sarah. Okay. And, and I'm so glad that you brought this question to my attention. You're going to say, mm-hmm. you're going to look at them, this partner of yours. Or whoever it is. Yeah. Or whoever it is, whoever the random fucking. Yeah, whoever, yeah. Some beefy guy named Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to say, I don't want to fart right now. Because 
That's going to break the tension. Mm. That's going to be a cute little aside between two people. That's going to break the tension. Mm -hmm. And it's really going to bring home the silliness that brought you together. I don't want to fart right now. I don't want to fart right now. I love this idea. And it's very cute and funny is what Mm -hmm. if I, sometimes when you're too angry. We've, we've tried this before too, but, uh, and Sarah and I have done this, but um, if the the fight's getting real hot, you just ask if you can talk to their manager. Okay. So if I were to be like, Mm -hmm. Miles, why don't you and I play fight for a second? Okay. (laughs) I didn't expect this, but yeah, for sure. You want it to be about. um, Yeah. And Will, I want you to listen and watch. Yeah. I want you to listen. This is how a couple, this is how real, we're giving you real raw data about how couples argue. This is good information for me. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Miles, I I just like you, you say you're going to soak the dishes, but you don't. And then at the end of the day, it's, it's, yeah, you just, you keep not doing it and I don't know how mm -hmm. to reach you. Well, maybe if you'd scrub harder. (laughs) then you would need to soak the dishes. Oh, God. Now I'm hot. Now I'm hot. <laughs> I am steaming right now. Um, okay. Uh, uh-huh. Sorry. Um, can I speak to your manager? Yes. Wow. And, and look at how nice that was. Look at how nice that resolution was. That was really nice. That was really good, Sarah. Yeah. But, honey, um, I do think that uh, this has been really helpful. I think you gave us a good question to softball. The audience is lubed up. They're lubed. Okay, <laughs> all right. But we we should talk about this later. We should talk about this later? <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like this is an unresolved issue when I'm not the, so hot. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords 
or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. All right. Love you. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Wow. Perfect softball. Great opening. Question. Yeah. Just a great guest. Thanks for calling in, Sarah. I mean, you called her. Well, we called her, but I think it's now, uh, there's no better time than now to really open up the phone lines. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And, and to see what is going on with the people. Go. Hello, welcome to Perfect Person, the show where we're here to solve your needs and make them happen. <laughs> what can I help you with? Hi. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a pre-recorded thing. Anyway. Nope, it's me, uh, Miles Bonsignor, and I'm oh. here to help. I'm here to help you out. What's your name and where you're calling from? My name is Valerie. They them pronouns, and I'm calling from New York City. Valerie from New York City. How you doing, Val? Are you a Val or are you a Valerie? Is it okay if we say Valerie or if we say Val? Or Val. Listen, you can call me whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> okay, great, <laughs> great. All right, Vi Vi. Now, um, Valerie, what problem do you need solving today? Well, I have like a girl problem. Just to give you context, yeah. we are two white straighties and we're going to sort of attack your girl problem with the ferocity mm -hmm. of a hungry bear. Yes. Let's hear it, Val. <laughs> you know what? That's tight. All right, here it goes. So I have a crush on a castmate mm. and I've really fucking embarrassed myself so many times and I don't know how she doesn't know that I'm like low-key in love with her. Mm -hmm. um, how do I like calm down and how do I like ask her out? <laughs> oh, you okay. called the right place, Valerie. Well, first of all, what is the name that you would like us to refer to your crush as? Yeah, make up a fake one. Yeah, make up a fake one so you don't sort of dox this person. Poor Mindy. Mindy? Okay, so, and what, what is the production that you and Mindy are in? Because I'm a theater, I'm a thespian. <laughs> and you are. And I've always, and I've always said that. Yeah, and you've always said that. Yeah. We are doing Rent Off-Broadway at Theater Row. Oh, wow. You're doing Rent Off-Broadway? Valerie, that's so fucking yeah. cool. That's so sick. 525,600 minutes. Miles actually really knows the show. Yeah. I love Rent. I love the show. I love the theater. And honestly, man, I miss the theater, Valerie. But so, Valerie, you've had a crush on Mindy. And Valerie, what role are you playing? Um, I am Mark's mother and a junkie. <laughs> Mark's mother slash junkie. Great. Excellent. And what and what role is Mindy? Um, she's Roger's mother and also a junkie. <laughs> Roger's mother slash junkie. And so, Valerie, here's my big question. What's your flirting yes. style? Wow. And why do you feel like you've humiliated yourself in front of Mindy so far? Okay, so listen. She's also the seasons of love soloist. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I think that was 
was a genuine reaction. That was a genuine gasp from me because I just was like so amped about that. Okay, I see. I, I can. Miles, get, she is so good. I can get and the appeal. Nothing is more attractive than talent. A hundred percent for sure. Absolutely, that's absolutely so, correct. She starts singing, and it's the first time you've heard it. And I fucking can't remember my part anymore. I'm just like staring at her, right? Yeah. So then afterwards, she like turns to me and she just like looks at me, and I didn't know what to say. And so instead of saying like, "Oh my god, that was great," or like, "Good job," I was like, "That was hot." <gasps> you said that was hot. That was hot. And then later, we were like, I mean, I don't know if this is like PG or whatnot, but we were like smoking a joint at Union Square. First of all, you're, we, first you're all, allowed to talk <laughs> about. Yeah, first so of all, you're we, allowed to talk yeah. about pot. We actually started the episode talking about how Will <laughs> oh. smokes too much pot. So I'm <laughs> taking a break from smoking by myself <laughs> right now. And to yeah. my parents, I have a normal relationship with weed. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's right, Valerie. We don't want Will's parents to be upset. We really don't. <laughs> so we were smoking a joint, and I looked at her, and I was just like. <laughs> I was like, you're so fucking gorgeous. Your face looks like like if the moon was cut in half and like a curve. That's what your face looks. So you like. wrote her a poem, basically. Oh my gosh, that's poetic. Yeah, that's poetry. That's poetry. Right now, now after you said this, did you say this super confidently, or was it sort of like were you were, were you, you like, like looking at your feet? You're and like, like mumbling. The, you're like for real, the moon actually. <laughs> or was it? Like- uh, no, I was. <laughs> I was high. It was four a.m. I was yes. looking her in the face. And okay, then yeah. I looked at her and I was like, you're so beautiful. I sent your Instagram page to my best friend and told her how beautiful you are. Okay. Oh, so, wow. So you put all yeah, your cards on the table. Got, like, bad. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're a down bad big time. Yes. And how yeah. did she react? Did she laugh? Did she smile? Did yeah. she just ignore it? Oh, mm-hmm. she smiled. She was like, uh-huh, thank you so much. Uh-huh, I love the moon. <laughs> she, okay. So, <laughs> all right. I love the moon. Who so, does love the moon? It seems like. Mindy's a little bit down, but here's the next thing I'll ask. Mm. Now, uh, have you had any other moments of flirtation since that happened? Every goddamn day. Okay, so here's what you got to do. And this is a pro tip of mine. This is a dating life hack slash get rich quink scheme slash get, 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 Kissed. I think, I think get, you're kissed. Kissed. get kissed rich okay. scream. I was going to no, say the shut R-rated up, shut version up, of it. Shut up, shut up, shut up, Will. <laughs> get kissed quick scheme. That's a coined freaking term. That's good. I like so, that. And before you interrupt, I just coined a term that I think is a billion dollar term. Yeah. Get kissed quick scheme. We could rename the podcast that. Maybe we rename the podcast. Start the intro <laughs> over. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Valerie. Here's the get kissed quick scheme. You're going to go up to Mindy mm-hmm. and you're going to say, hey, I'm going to this bar later. You should totally come by. I wish you could see Miles' facial expressions. He's crossing his legs. He's looking me right in the eyes. I'm seducing Will <laughs> in my own home that I share with my wife. <laughs> you're going to want, and, and here's why. And here's why, Valerie, because there's nothing cooler. This, this is not a date ask. Mindy's not going to be like, Valerie asked me on a date. You are positing that the parties, wherever you're at, Mm -hmm. and Mindy can show up to the party, but either freaking way, the party's going to be plopping, and you're going to be hopping on a good time. Yeah, I think that's good advice because it's like you're, it's low pressure. Like maybe yeah. you're saying like I'm going to go to this bar. Like there will be other people there. You it won't just be you, right? You but know? Mindy's imagining you freaking twerked up post show with a whiskey cocktail, 
And that's the epitome of cool. And you're you're not saying you have to, hey, do this thing with me. You're like, hey, I'm going to be at this place. You're not asking Mindy for permission. No. You're telling Mindy that you're hot and you're ready to go. <laughs> hot and ready to go. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. You're like one of the hot dogs at a 7-Eleven. Well, I don't know that that's the best metaphor. <laughs> hot not. and ready to go. You can take those puppies to go. I mean, uh, do you think that's the best hot dog? <laughs> no, it's not a good hot dog. <laughs> okay. Nobody's wanting those no. hot dogs. So that's are, why I don't like the metaphor. The ones on like two rolling pins covered in <laughs> sauce. Yeah, yeah. that have been there for like three <laughs> days. They've been there for way too long. And they're crinkled up. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of, they're crusty somehow. And you it's know like, someone sneezed on them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, God, that's where the new variant of COVID came from. Yes. But um, Valerie... <laughs> Valerie, I think that that's what you should do. And what are your thoughts on that? I'm not a very social person. And because of COVID, I don't really go out to bars. Totally. Yeah, I get that. That's a tough, yeah. it's tough to socialize. Now, it what really you is. could say, and here's actually, if you want to be a little bit more presumptuous, uh, <laughs> is you say. <laughs> Sorry, that was my classic burp. Miles mode. has burped into the mic. I think in every podcast I've ever recorded with him. Uh, that's a true story. But uh, it's because I'm letting it all out, right. Will. I'm that's raw. True. I'm <laughs> I'm laying bare in front of the audience and Valerie, and I'm letting people into my world uh -huh. here. And if I burp into the microphone, it's because I love it's you. It's because you care. It's because I love you, Valerie. I love the audience. I love the culture. And here's the thing, Valerie. So <laughs> Here's the thing, Valerie. You could say, hey, I'm going to be having a cocktail at my house. You could. If you'd like to join me. But a soft version of that is me and my friends are hanging out at my house having a cocktail. Yeah. If you'd like to join us. Yep. I feel like there have been people who are like, after they, I, I, I got together with them, we're like, I can't believe it took you this long to notice. And I was like, I wasn't sure. Yeah. So sometimes you just have to be overt. You know, but confidence yes. is that special sauce. It really is. You know those pills when you go to a gas station that are like, um, <laughs> like the rhino pills. <laughs> they're like, this is gonna make you horny. That's yeah. confidence. It really way. is. I feel like the real pill that you take when you go to a gas station is confidence. I love those pills. You take those? No. We should do an episode where we, we take, take them and then we take, take the off. rhino B vitamin <laughs> things. I don't know what they do because they're not supposed to like give you a bone. No, they're not like Viagra. I have no, no I think idea. that they just, they're uh, like B vitamins and energy or something. Yeah. Right? I'm not, I feel like it's more or less just a placebo, but that's the thing. Confidence can be a placebo. If you're, if you just confidently say, Hey, I'm doing this thing. We want to come like, yeah. and you're, you sort of imply that other people will be there. So it lowers the pressure on it a yeah, little bit. That's right. And then, like, she can say no, but she might say, hey, let's do it another time. You Will, know? I want you to most confident you can. Give me your confident, cool guy asking someone on a date. Okay, that's tough. For let's me. go. And I want you to really <laughs> just show, show Valerie what confidence looks like so they can see how to do it. Okay. Hit me, Will. <clears throat> hey, uh, so my friends and up. <laughs> Miles is giving me. My, my friends are going to be at this bar later. I'd love it if you'd stop by. Uh, I think you're great. Uh, this is horrible. See, I'm not good at asking people out either, to be honest. Yeah, that was bad. And so, Valerie, I think that, yeah, you got to go with the confident cool. But another cool thing that I think is true with like, okay, I actually don't think it's weird if you ask somebody out and uh, they say no, and then you're left with like knowing that that person has said no. It's only weird if it's weird. Yes. And it's only weird if then <laughs> you're 
embarrassed about that. But the truth is, there's nothing to be embarrassed nothing about. Nothing to be embarrassed because about. Because you know why, Valerie? You rock. You rock. You're a cool freaking, uh, what what did you say your role was in the show? Junkie slash. You're a cool. Junkie slash Mark's mom. Yeah, you're a cool freaking junkie slash Mark's mom. And. <laughs> If, you know, <laughs> Mindy doesn't want to hang out with you, that's fine. You Her know why? Problem. Because you're the coolest person in the world, mm -hmm. and it doesn't even matter what Mindy thinks. You ask somebody out, oh, you don't say no? Oh, that's actually fine, because I don't need you yeah. to be validated It'll by myself. It'll only be weird if you feel that it's weird because it didn't work out the way you wanted. But if you can shrug it off, yeah. then she might actually think you're pretty cool. You know? Like, yeah. I feel like sometimes people come around. They yeah. go, oh, this person uh -huh. likes me, right? and I they don't seem bothered by the fact that I wasn't into them. I feel like People have come around on me specifically. Like, you like, feel like you've been in a situation where you're asking somebody out. Yeah. They say, absolutely not, get fucked. And then you sort of rise from the ashes. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, because I'm pretty chill about it. And then I feel like, yeah, it, 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 yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to get into this, but my uh, my one of my best friends is who I lost my virginity to. And I had a huge crush on her when I was like 15. And Whoa. she knew, but she was not into it then. Anyway, so. <laughs> really? Yeah. How much later was it that you lost your virginity? Like, like uh, right after high school. Uh, well, actually, we were in college and, like from on winter break. And I was like, she was complaining. Like, there's no one to hook up with. And I was like, well, will. <laughs> and then she was like, you know. Okay. This reframes a lot, Will, because I feel like that's like the high school dream is that your crush then later in life realizes your worth. Yeah, and like we we're still really good friends. Like, uh, yeah. I I I think she's a great person. Like, it 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 was not based on nothing, but like, I I just don't think it's crazy for people to change their mind. Either, yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Valerie, um, does this help? <laughs> yeah. So I guess the advice is to take my fuck it pill and just casually ask. And yeah. Then Take your fuck it pill, casually casual. ask, not, not casually ask on a date, casually request that you, they could join you yes. where you're hanging out because yes. that's freaking cool and confident and fun. Yeah, because that's all you have to do. You don't have to say, hey, I want to play mini golf with you or whatever. Well, yeah. You know, you could do that. You but, could. You could uh, be like, "We're go I'm going to play mini golf. You know, play mini golf with me." That's a little weirder. If you're like, <laughs> "I'm going to be at the mini golf place, and you can join me at the mini golf." <laughs> I normally do one <laughs> solo, eighteen par. <laughs> and if she's not into it, whatever. So, Valerie, we hope this has been helpful. Um, and I'm so excited for. Are you guys in? production right now are you in pre-rehearsals what's going on we are in rehearsals uh we open up the first weekend in july oh my gosh hey that's so awesome it really is have a great opening night that's super exciting and yeah call thank back you. in thank you so much for your advice absolutely valerie <laughs> call back in and update us if you know i, I want to know i yeah. know what happens call back uh, and update leave us. a voicemail you leave a voicemail updating us on how this all went i shall <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in, Valerie. You have a fantastic day. Thank you as well. Have a great night. Bye. All right, bye, bye. Bye. Wow. wow. Fantastic first call. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic first call. And you know what? We don't even have time to process what happened there <laughs> because there's a second call coming inside the house and we're busy, okay? This is the Miles Nation call center and we're open for business. <laughs> second call. Hello. Welcome to Perfect Person. Thank you so much for calling in. What's your problem and where are you calling from today? Um, hello. I am calling from the East Coast. Uh, my problem is that um, I am staying with um, people who might be my in-laws uh, in the future, um, but they are hosting me so I can work this opera gig, and um, it's kind of a get-to-know-you period, and I feel like I keep 
failing at, you know, just those interactions and like getting to know them and making them like me. Are you there right <laughs> um, now? Yeah, I am, <gasps> I am downstairs oh my in God. my room right now. And that's why this is kind of muffled. That's why yeah. this is kind of muffled because yeah. they're upstairs right now and you're worried they're judging you. Mm-hmm. Here's what you're going to do. Yes. You're going to go back upstairs no. and you're going to freaking scream, <laughs> this is me, baby. You can freaking take me or leave me. I don't do that, uh, but no, I love that idea. Yeah, don't uh, do that part. But here, okay, so here's a couple questions. One, what is your name or what would you like to call, us to call you? Yes. Um, my name is Emily. Emily. Okay, so Emily, how long have you been dating your partner? Um, Like two years now. Gotcha. Okay. You've and been, you guys, you, 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 you. We just moved in together before I started this opera gig like moved in then we he dropped me off at the airport to come here <laughs> gotcha okay so move and and so you and how long have you been spending time with these new in-laws like how well well they're not in-laws yet yes, they're potential these perspective yeah. these prospective partners mm-hmm. parents um so i met them last year last summer we went um we kind of did the these are my parents tour um. <laughs> these are my parents tour hey man you know that band you know every band goes on these I are love when these are my parents go on tour it's my favorite how did that go did you feel good about that meeting and are now having doubts or did you have doubts then too well so we were together the whole time on the parents tour in the summer last year um, now I'm just unsupervised <laughs> oh no that's I'm by myself that's tough. That's really tough. Now, I want you to describe to us a moment where you felt judged by these prospective in-laws. They also have um, a, a nine-and-a-half-year-old kid, so I'm playing with the nine-year-old a lot of the time. And so that opens it up to a lot of I feel quite foolish because I realize <laughs> they're watching me be foolish. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you're just true. being um, silly with the nine-year-old. Oh, you're just being silly. You're probably like, you know, playing with toys, having fun, being like, wow, like I'm a little dinosaur. Yeah. And then you look over to the, and the parents are sort of like, um, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> so here's an example. The other day we were out, um, on a, on a walk and there was a fountain and the nine-year-old was like, Oh, come here. Look at this. He was, he was pulling a prank. He was getting me close to the water to splash me. And I was just going to splash him right back. But immediately they hopped on him and were like, that is unacceptable. We need to be respectful. We are out in public. That is not appropriate. And I was just like slowly wiping my hands off. Because <laughs> oh, you had already dunked your hand. You're like almost about to splash. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. And so do you think that they noticed that your hand was wet? <laughs> Um, it was probably pretty hard not to, as I did just wipe it on my clothes <laughs> and we kept walking around. <laughs> so is the, is, it sounds like from that example, at least it sounds like the issue is that like you are trying to be silly and they want their son to be like more grown up than he is or something. Like, Maybe so that's your oh, worry anyways. For, oh, for sure. I would, I would agree with that a lot. And so then, gotcha. you know, and when we're playing video games, the nine year old, you know, rage quits. Mario Kart within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, adorable, sure. <laughs> and then it's a lecture, and I'm like, we got to let him rage quit. Yeah. He doesn't know how to handle this yet. No, Just for sure. Have the him f- walk through the rage quit, and we'll get back to Mario Kart soon. <laughs> 
That's yeah, no, especially especially if it's freaking Koopa Kid, you know that guy cannot drive. But here, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to share Honestly, a story. Can I can I just say fuck baby Mario? Yeah, bar- baby Mario. <laughs> fuck baby Mario. We're an anti baby Mario podcast. Grow up, baby Mario. Hashtag grow up, Hashtag baby Mario. Grow up, baby Mario. <laughs> but um, uh, so. When I was in high school, I, I totally relate to this because I remember, like, I've met parents uh, of you know the people I'm dating, and often it's very awkward. I'm very lucky now that like my wife's uh, parents are both very very sweet, and you know we got along immediately. However, when I was in high school and I met my girlfriend's parents, I was probably 17, 16. No, sixteen. Will shut up. <laughs> but I was six. <laughs> I was probably sixteen, and I went to my girlfriend at the time's house, and her father. This was probably like I we've been dating for like three months. Her father was cleaning a gun, a revolver, on the kitchen table. Oh no! And Scary. this guy was like a huge dickhead, like a total fucking dickhead. He and was. If he, if he I'm listens, yeah, I'm so shocked. <laughs> By the way, are you shocked yet? And so try not to be shocked. Challenge, but he was cleaning a revolver. He, this guy was the biggest dickhead. And if he's listening, fuck you. And. <laughs> He's a big name, Miles a, Nation guy. Though. Oh my God. He has the whole merch and stuff. <laughs> so he was cleaning a revolver and I walked back and literally my girlfriend at the time was just like, just ignore him. Just like ignore him, whatever. And I was like, oh, hi. Like, how's it going? And he was like, hey, you ever shot one of these before? And my girlfriend at the time was just like, just come on, don't pay attention to him. Just keep going. Just keep going. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to stop. And I'm going to, I'm going to give this guy the attention that he's so, de- de- you know, demanding. And I was like, uh, no, no, I never, never, never have. And he goes, all right, come with me on the back porch. They lived in like a pretty suburban neighborhood and there was like a tree in the back. He gave me earplugs. He put a, the gun in my hand and he had me fire it at a tree. And my girlfriend was in total horror, but this is like a total fucking mind game from this guy. Yeah. But here's what I will say. I played into his hand. I gave him exactly what he wanted and he really liked me after that. And I think that that's what you got to do with the in-law potential in-law parents. If you play another game, you give them exactly what they want. If they're, you know, wanting you to be civil, whatever, just give them a little dose. Give them a little dose of exactly what they want, and it's going to go a long way. Then you can kind of be yourself for a while. But I think that, like, for any of that stuff, be really attentive. Offer to do lots of things. Be interested in their interests for yeah. whatever reason. If this dad's into fucking what? making wood furniture, just be like, look at this amazing chair I saw on Pinterest. You know, (laughs) send it on over. If the mom's really into what? Diving? Yeah, sure. Be like, look at this diving video I found on Pinterest. Yeah. Diving stereotypical mom. Yeah. yeah. Moms love high diving. My my mom loves high diving. She watches the Olympics every freaking time. (laughs) But I would say just fucking pander. Pander yeah. to the demographic. I think that's right. I I I haven't uh, uh, been in that many serious relationships. I've just been banging around. But the what I will say first is of all, that, first of all, Will, gross. Uh, Don't for me in this podcast to be some sort of what about your sex capades? <laughs> no, I'm, Will's on here bragging. Miles, Will's on are here slut shaming. Will I'm not slut shaming. Will turns into slander. Oh my god, he turns into freaking. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm Some saying perfect is perfect person pod. Yeah, no, we stand sluts in this show. We absolutely do. But what I will say is that <laughs> we love we love sluts. I mean, don't we love sluts? How much? I mean, here's a good question. At what point does saying that you love sluts become sleazy to becoming, you know, because at first it's like, oh, yeah, we, we don't want slut shame. We do love sluts. And if someone's really going on about it. They love sluts. 
maybe, they, yeah, maybe, maybe they're not. They don't have their head. So in the right probably place. that's not the conversation to have. Yeah, with the parents. No, don't tell your parents. <laughs> no. Don't tell the parents. Don't tell the parents about <laughs> slut rights. Okay, we gotta stay away from the slut rights conversation. We do entirely. have to legalize them. Hashtag slut rights. Hashtag but, legalize slut. Uh, what I will say though is like you really do just have to just like take a genuine interest meet them where they want to meet you. Yeah. And like, it doesn't sound like they're so unfriendly. It sounds like you're self-conscious and you, you want to play with the nine year old, but you feel like they want him to be older. And like, yeah. you just sort of have to sort of go along with the rubric they're setting up for you and then mm-hmm. find ways to weave yourself in. Damn right. Maybe teach this kid opera, you know, maybe uh, teach this kid a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> About, about I know I did sing opera for this kid and he was like, you should be arrested for being too loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, sure. kids are not going to enjoy fine. the opera. Children are gonna, would rather play Minecraft or something. Yeah, don't, let this kid, uh, don't let this kid opera shame you. Absolutely not. We would never shame <laughs> opera sluts. We love sluts and we love opera. But um, <laughs> well, how's that for a t-shirt? I, I love, love sluts plus <laughs> opera. But... um. Anyway, we hope this has been helpful for you because um, it's really been yeah. helpful for us. But what I was going to say though before <laughs> is that it has really been because we've discovered our pro slut platform. But that's what this um, show is all about. You know, it's about sluts, anti baby Mario. Yes, um, definitely. You know, Cover all bases. And the show really is, you know, as we give advice, we become wiser. Mm. It's just oh, like, wow. it's, it's like freaking. It's almost like we're learning. <laughs> it's like fucking Mewtwo or some shit <laughs> mm-hmm. where he gets more powerful when he absorbs the Pokemon. Great metaphor. Uh, what I will say though is that the the like every time I have met parents, I fucking kill it because I'm just a chatty Kathy and I I genuinely take an interest in them and and they're clearly like this guy's not a threat, he's not gonna hurt my daughter, uh, <laughs> you know they they're like this guy's weak, you know whatever they want to think, but like yeah. all you have to do loser, he's like is, lame, he sucks, he's sort of not well, learning. no they like me, they I'm telling you they like me, I'm telling you he has shrimp scampi all over his shirt. <laughs> well, that's just right now, but the. Uh, all I'm saying is you if you take a genuine interest in stuff they're interested in, like you can forge a connection. It, it's it is sort of artificial and weird because and you don't have your boyfriend there as a buffer or for him to like reframe a conversation or whatever. But uh, you know, that's that's yeah. You can do it. Uh just take a genuine interest in their lives. And just, you know, you got this. Oh, thank you so much. That means it means a lot. So far, I've just my boyfriend's just saying that I'm accidentally sabotaging him because I tell him everything. <laughs> no, and then he, he's like, "You said what? No, don't say no, that. Don't, don't let him tell you that. Don't let him walk all over you. You're doing great. You're doing okay? really good. You're doing everything that you can. It's really hard, by the way. It's it is tough, hard. It's a tough thing, but you're doing your best, and that's all that matters. Without the buffer, I have never been in that situation where I'm just like hanging out in the house. No, like, that's totally weird. It's weird. Your yeah. boyfriend left you on a stranded on a an island and now you gotta <laughs> use the tools to freaking find a raft she's not stranded she's I mean, singing opera it, it was a big career move but also we were like mm, we were thinking logistics and not the interpersonal labyrinth no you in. <laughs> uh, for sure no i totally get that well thank you so much for calling in you have a fantastic day and hey good luck with the parents upstairs Thank you so much. Absolutely. <laughs> have a great night. Do you have any fun facts about the audience you'd like to know? Like today uh, at work, somebody asked me, I don't know anything about Miles' life. And I said, well, yeah, he is uncircumcised. Uh, that's just a fun fact. Um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's sort of a personal <laughs> detail. I don't even know why I know that. You know, I am uncircumcised. <laughs> 
I think it's a weird thing we do. People say there's hygienic reasons, but it doesn't make any no, sense. No, the hygienic reasons is like just not trusting boys to clean their force. And it's like, how hard can it really I'm be? I'm definitely not going to have uh, you saying force in the episode. Okay, well, I'm going to cut it. Okay. I'm and I'm going to bleep it and I'm going to repeat it 10 times. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just think that people should know things yeah. about you. You're six five. You're uncircumcised. I actually have. There's a lot of things that people don't know about me. I think the first episode's as good a place as any. Yeah, that's sort of. That's um, sort of what I'm saying. Like anything that you feel like qualifies to give you advice or something people wouldn't expect about you. Again, yeah. you're uncircumcised. You're tall. Um, yeah, right. I have a big titanium plate in my shoulder. Yeah, that is crazy. With four screws because I fell off a slack line when I was like around when I was like 13. Wow. And I fell off a slack line and it broke in such a way I had to get a plate. I think people also don't expect. I mean, this is you know. Couple th- you wouldn't ex- things you wouldn't expect about my alls. I'm a gamer. Yeah. Well, yeah. You are a big gamer, and mm-hmm. and the audience doesn't really. The audience doesn't respect me no. for being a gamer. In no. fact, some people are tuning out as we speak as I even <laughs> said the word gamer. A wrong target demo. I grew up on what I didn't know was a farm until I went to college, and people were like, "You grew up on a fucking farm, dude." <laughs> we had chickens, we had horses, we had pigeons. At one point, I had a rabbit. One of the rat, one of the horses got struck by lightning, and the other one went insane. The chickens classic kept, farm kept, we kept, Chickens kept getting eaten by foxes. My dad tried to train the pigeons to be homing pigeons. How'd that go? Uh, it uh, went okay, but then some of them just kept, every once in a while they wouldn't come back, mm. and then we ran out of pigeons. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Um, what's that? What else? My dad built my house. I went to a Quaker high school slash elementary school slash middle school. Yeah. Uh, and that's sort of an interesting thing. I think that is actually very interesting. Although I don't know that people have context for what that really means, but we don't have to get into it. We can <laughs> take more calls. I just wanted to let the people know that you're uncircumcised. <laughs> you wanted people to know that I'm uncircumcised. And I'm glad you bring that up, Will. I'm glad that the people now know that I'm uncircumcised. I feel like they should know. They should definitely know. The funniest part about it to me is that Devin was like, I don't know anything about Miles. And the first thing I said was, well, you know, he's uncircumcised. You said that. I'm sorry. You I, said that. At work today. Yeah. You said that at work in front of our co-workers, in front of Devin? Devin Sweet and Alexandria. Devin. And you told Alexandria Jack that I was and, in front of and, Jack. And He's Jonathan. barely fucking 18. <laughs> and Alexandria was like, it's fine, but now I'm picturing it. And she was like horrified. And it's like, listen. You I- told our, our sweet female co-workers. <laughs> Yeah, because Devin's that I was uncircumcised. Well, it's the first immediate fact I thought of. What a personal detail! I know. What a fucking sabotaging personal detail. The thing is, it doesn't it doesn't matter because it's like I'm the weirdo for saying it. It's like, it's like it's not weird to be uncircumcised. It's weird for me to say it to them. I'm gonna tell your little dirty secrets. What secrets do you even know? I know all sorts of stuff. Like what? I know about this one. <laughs> Miles is referencing a sexual escapade that, yeah, we, will not go into that right we will now. not go into, but trust me, I'll fucking leak your, you think that I won't leak your personal little details? Online? I don't think you could. I honestly, I'm an open book. Come at me. Oh, actually, you know what? There's a voicemail I wanted to oh, yeah. play as well. So we get voicemails, we get text messages, and there was a voicemail I wanted to play because I, I wanted to, again, sort of dive into the emotional heart and center of the show. Yeah. Let's go. Let me play the voicemail here. All right, so here's a little bit of a deeper question. It's a little, you know, let's listen to it. Here we go. Hi. <laughs> I love the voicemail, by the way. Um, so this is kind of a deeper question, but I've been struggling with personal confidence after I lost a really close friend of mine. And, you know, I've been going through a tough time, and I love watching y'all videos, listening to y'all podcasts, everything. So I guess I'm just wondering for myself what kind of advice you can give me when you need to build confidence and remember who the, you know, 
who the fuck you really are, you know? Build your confidence back up and push through even when you don't feel Um Yeah, you know, I hope you answer and have a good day, y'all. This is actually a question that I wanted to answer specifically on the first episode. Yeah. Because I also think that people, this is another thing people don't necessarily know about me. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's sort of a thing that kind of, I find, defines a lot of what I do. But when I was like 17, my brother died. Yeah. And so a lot of the silliness I often found, and also this caller, like they're looking for ways to like be confident, how to like find themselves after like a big loss. Yeah. I find that so much of what I do is defined by me at a very young age, knowing that like you don't really know what's going to happen to you. And so you might as well be as silly as possible and like live the life that you want to right now and not really care about what people think and be big and silly because nothing really matters. And like ultimately like the stuff that people worry about, like, you know, for personal confidence wise, like being, I remember when that happened to me and I'm 17, everyone like, I had a friend who was like, I have a crush on this kid in my class. And I was just like, that problem is so crazy to me. Like, why are you talking to me about this? Because like, I just was obviously dealing with like yes. big, big grief feelings at that time. And I'm sure that there's an episode where I'll dive deeper into that. Cause I think it's like something that I think about a lot. And I also like, I had a very close friend of mine pass away uh, during the pandemic and stuff. So grief, something that I think about a lot, but I also think about how grief and like, being a very silly, uh, exuberant guy and in the ways that I am are so intertwined. Totally. I mean, it honestly makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the audience is going, oh, I get it now. But it's like there's <laughs> there's some level of like, like you went through a really hard time and you came out of it and embraced the silly side instead right. of getting bitter or instead of like kind of losing faith in the world. Like, you know, you might yeah. still not feel that faith all the times, but there's like, you went through something really awful uh, and you have, you miss somebody who's gone and they're not coming back. But at the same time, like it, that makes the silliness more important. Yeah. Right? No, a hundred percent. My grief feelings. I think that I have like, there's two universes. One where I'm like, I take that and I isolate with myself yes. and I feel alone. Yes. But to me, it's actually opened me up to also, especially like at our age now, like yeah. I'm 28 people now are dealing with feelings that I have bec been very comfortable with totally since I was like 17. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, I think also it has opened me up to realize that everyone has hard stuff. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, feeling rejected from people, feeling lonely, whatever. There is that sense that permeates and everyone really has that relatability. It is hard. It's a, you're going to change. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. When you go through a big loss, right. but there's no reason to go onto the like, uh, well, there might be reasons, but you have to try <laughs> to to find the good stuff still. You know, like it sounds it sounds too easy when I say it. I I feel like I haven't really. Yeah, you like, loser. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that it's also like yeah, you. I mean, I've, I obviously still have nights where I you know uh, stare out the window and feel wistful. Of course, and that's like sort of part of being a fully fledged person. Yeah, no, I think you have to just find things you love and like really devote yourself to them and people I got, you love. I got a way to uh, build confidence. I can tell you right now. Yeah. Fucking fake it. Yeah, uh, Fully fake it. Fucking fake it. In college, all the time I was faking. That shit I was talking about earlier where yeah. I was like, just pretend that you're going to be at the bar and but like, yes. you're like, I'm going fully faked. But then when it works, it is real. Yep. You fucking th put all your chips on black. Your confidence is a game where you're literally just being like, hey, 
what if I was confident? Yep. And if it fucks up, it's bad. And well, it's, it's so not, yeah. humiliating. <laughs> but like, I've definitely been there where you're like, hey, what's up? We should get a drink sometime. No. No. Get out okay, of here, Okay, I'm going to fuck off forever, actually. Yes, yeah, but I'm going mean, to have a really bad day. Yeah, I'm going to have a really... Because it's so humiliating yes. to just like... Uh, then you're like, oh my God, I want to die. Anyway, voicemailer, that's our advice to you. Yeah, uh, we're the, sorry. And, you well, know, I'm sorry for your loss. It, it gets easier as you go and uh, talk about that person because that's also a thing that helps. Yeah, I think, and I, th- I think that's, it is a, it's, it's a fascinating, it's something I learned about you like after we worked together for a while and yeah. I was like totally surprised. Because you know? I think, uh-huh. because I don't, I don't talk about it generally, no. but also it's because it's such, it's something that is so ingrained in my personality that I think about all the time. Yeah. And I think when people, like, I do think that one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it in the first episode, which, you know, hey, What's up? But I do think that it helps provide context for uh, the perfection that I'm sort of just mm, giving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It helps sort of give you a how-to guide into my wisdom. Yes. And, you know, great sages go through trials and tribulations. Well, um, it's about the time in the show where we get real. Now, um, sometimes shows have an intimate moment. Sometimes they don't. So <laughs> I thought that we would kind of force an intimate moment at the end of every mm. episode in a segment that we're calling Get Real. Here's to you, queen, wearing a <laughs> So we got to listen to the ad first, and then we'll get into the... Really? I love this is all going to the episode, though. Yeah, for sure, making it in. I'm just, you know, it's just important to have a, this is, um, if you're looking for this song on YouTube, it's called Sad Piano Music, This Will Make You Cry. Saddest piano and violin ever. Exclamation point. Um, all right, well, well, um, last time you cried the last time i cried was at my good friend's wedding that i just went to uh during his vows uh he gave his his speech was all about time and about how time fucks him up to quote him and it he basically said like what he basically pledged he's like I'm gonna make one simple vow to spend like as many seconds as I can with you and I was crying uh it was very very beautiful uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the music's so loud it's too loud (laughs) so um yeah um do you think you're a beautiful person not really I think you're a beautiful person. Oh, well, thank you. I, it's honestly like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but like, uh, I think a lot of times people like me more than I like myself. You know, that's not even a joke. And you're laughing, but it's not. It's like it's it sounds it sounds fake, and, but it's just like no. I struggle with that too. I often feel like I put on a. <laughs> <laughs> I often feel like I put on a mask mm-hmm. when the real me is right here. <laughs> but I think it can be hard. It can be hard to be a big goofball. Yeah, it can be. 
Do you think there's a God or? <laughs> uh, if I, I don't believe that there's like a white-haired guy who looks like a human. Yeah. You know, but I, I'm, I'm open to the idea of some sort of spiritual undergirding of the universe. <laughs> Like, like a little guy with horns? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's like, and when people talk about like the afterlife, I'm like, I'm going to be preserved. Me, who's covered in shrimp scampi. I'm like going to, I go to heaven and I'm like, I'm just this guy. That well, sucks, man. <laughs> well, you know, I, I asked a girl I was dating once who really loved God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. God. Yeah. But, um, I was like, well, I think that it's kind of fucked up that people are <laughs> so loud. It just gets louder. <laughs> I was like, I think it's kind of fucked up that like people are dying all over the place. Like kids have cancer and stuff. How do you, you know, so if I was at the end and it's like, there's a guy that I'm like, what the fuck? And she was like, well, then he would, he would understand your anger. Great. Well, so I was like, that's kind of dope. Yeah. I mean, Cool idea. I get that, but like, I don't know. I've said this before, but I think it's just like some fucking guy. Just some guy? Yeah, like he doesn't have control over anything. He's like fucking, you know, clocking in, doing his best, putting beakers together. (laughs) And he's like, fuck, there's a tsunami? That sucks. Like, I don't know what to do about that. So God is like this incompetent (laughs) lab technician? Yeah, and he's like, fucking shit, I forgot to take the shit out of the microwave. (laughs) Now that's a guy I can get into. No, exactly. Okay, we, we hit the other ad. So, so that's going to do it for our first episode of Perfect Person. Um, thank you so much to everybody who's listened to the first episode. Uh, you know, like and subscribe uh, to all the stuff. If you want to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, it really helps to turn on automatic downloads. Leave a review as well. Uh, leave a review with your uh, you know conundrums, and we will solve a bunch of them on the show. It really helps to leave reviews for the show. And it doesn't like have to be five stars, but like... It should be five stars, actually. I would also say... If you like the show, tell your friends. Please tell your friends. It really does help. Um, this is an independent <laughs> show. This is an independent show, not affiliated with like my other work and stuff like that. So we're kind of trying to build it from the ground up. That being said, if you work at a podcast company and you want to sign on the show, that would be nice and cool. Call us with cash. Callmewithcash.com. <laughs> Tweet about the show and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if I'm going to have social accounts for the show. I haven't really decided yet. But either way, um, I just I do appreciate everyone listening and everyone who called and stuff like that. As always, you can call at 424-284-9614 and you can go to perfectperson.me if you want more info about the show and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, anything else I forgot to cover? Um, you know, you can follow me at W. Whitwer. Um, so thanks so much for listening to the show. <laughs> now you can follow Whitwell at uh, W. But what I would also say, though, yeah. is... Um, is it too much to ask for you to tell five friends about the show? Is that too much? God, like when you say it, it's like pathetic. Why am I not when allowed I say to... it? It's cool and somehow good. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> Get out there and be perfect. Mm. And then we'll end the show there. Yeah, great. That was a HeadGum Podcast.